Welcome to Heroes of Brand Protection Podcast, Episode 12. I'm your host, Daniel Shapiro, Vice President of Brand Relations at Redpoints, the world's fastest growing brand protection solution with a mission to make the internet safer for both brands and consumers. In this podcast, we will share stories and industry insights from some of the leading experts in brand protection and anti-counterfeit from many different industries. We are so happy you could join us today. Please check out all of our episodes on www.redpoints.com forward slash podcast. Today, we are thrilled to be speaking with Ellen Shetty, General Counsel at Keen, and Jennifer Carmen, the IP Global Brand Protection Manager at Keen. Both Ellen and Jennifer are adventurers, just like the spirit of the brand they represent. When Ellen was younger, she went on a trip through Central America and destiny was made. You'll love to hear the rest of her story. And Jennifer also has quite a journey to share. She went with her friends and family on a 23-day rafting trip through the Grand Canyon, and you won't believe how much it cost. Well, I'm excited to get to know both of these brand protection heroes better. Welcome, Ellen and Jennifer, and thank you for being with us today. We'll be asking you both questions, but feel free to jump in on each other's questions. As you've worked so long together with each other, perhaps you're comfortable answering each other's sentences. We'll leave it really open and flexible as we get going this morning. I guess the first question I'd like to ask both of you, and we'll start with Ellen first, would be, in the spirit of outdoor adventure world of Keene, Tell us one of the greatest adventures you've been on. Thanks, Daniel. It's great to be here. One of my favorite adventures is uh, traveling through Central America now about, I guess, 16 or 17 years ago. Um, I had the opportunity to travel in Guatemala, Honduras, and Nicaragua. And um, in the course of that adventure, I met my husband and uh, we traveled together for a while. That sounds like a good trip if you can meet your husband on it. Exactly. <laughs> and Jennifer, what about yourself? Uh, I have two greatest stories. Um, so the first one was I was gifted a trip to the Grand Canyon, and we got to raft the whole Grand Canyon for um, 23 days, which was amazing. Um, and then I also did a month-long solo trip through Europe uh, about 12 years ago. Um, and I got to go to Italy, France, the Netherlands, um, and I did a big train tour, which was really wonderful. And I met some really amazing people. That's awesome. And listen, I think if uh, even if you had to pay for the trip uh, for 21 days in the Grand Canyon, but to get it as a gift, that's spectacular. Uh, well, actually, even better is I got to do it with my whole family um, and a whole bunch of our marketing friends. So it was fantastic. Yeah, that's 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 awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, let's do this. Um let me ask you, uh, I have a few more questions to go through, and we'll uh, bounce them off the two of you. And Jennifer, tell us what you want to be when you grow up. <laughs> I really don't know yet. <laughs> no, but when I was little, um, my dad is an attorney, and my dream when I was a kid, about like eight years old, was to be an attorney with him and to sh uh, start up like a joint venture, and we would be Carmen and Carmen. Um, that didn't quite work out the way I had planned it at eight years old. Um, but I'm happy to be on the legal side of things again in my life. And I kind of feel like I've gone full circle. And tell us, how did you get into this profession? Uh, it's a long meandering story. Um, I first started out in title and escrow 
then one wound up doing some um, construction finance work with uh, the Royal Bank of Canada. Uh, and then in 2008, the market fell out and we all lost our jobs. <laughs> so I had to start over. Um, so I decided to go get uh, a master's certificate in sustainability. And on that journey, I found Keen and uh, the current, the CEO at the time um, did a talk at my school and I was really inspired. Keen is also located in the neighborhood that I was living. And one day I walked by and they were starting up a retail spot and I was like, hey, I'm just going to apply and finish up school. And I applied and they said, I don't want you for the retail store. We want you to apply for a different job. So I applied for that job and got that and then got promoted to marketing. And then I ended up in creative um, project management. And I did that job for about six and a half years. Um, and I had a really good relationship with my predecessor on the legal team. And we worked really well together. And I was able to apply for the brand protection job and got it. And I've been learning every single day ever since. And it's been an amazing journey. And I'm really proud of the work that we all do. And I'm really proud of the work and the learning that I get to do every day. You know, I think it's a great story, Jennifer, because, you know, sometimes people pick their professions, right? And they angle toward it. And yours was sort of, you know, funny to go, not funny, but interesting to go from sustainability, finding a company who's very good at that. And then within that sort of finding a home in brand protection and, you know, a whole new career that you probably wouldn't have had mapped out, you know, a year before that or 10 years before that. I don't think it would be possible to map out the journey that I've had. Um, I think one of the, the things that I'm good at is learning on the fly and asking a lot of questions. Um, and that I think has served me well because I didn't have it mapped out when I was 18. I didn't have it mapped out when I was 25. <laughs> I certainly didn't have it mapped out in 2008 when the market fell out. So yep. being able to be flexible and manageable um, has really helped me, I think. Fantastic. Finding my way into this home has been like just a dream, so. That's fantastic. Awesome. Maybe Ellen, uh, for those who are joining us today on the podcast who may not uh, know all about Keen, maybe you could share with us a little bit about the history of the company and, and you know, a little bit about the company. Happy to do that. So Keen is um, a family-owned, values-led footwear business. Uh, we're based in Portland, Oregon. We have operations in Canada and Japan and the Netherlands, as well as Keen products are sold around the world through a network of distributors and retail partners. Um, we sell lots of outdoor footwear, hiking boots, our iconic uh, Newport sandal, which is a water sandal with a toe bumper, um, protects your toes in any situation you happen to be in. And we also have what we call King Utility, which is our work footwear division. So we sell shoes to folks in the trade. Fantastic. And, and, and I've had the privilege, I guess, of, of joining you guys in your office and in your uh, flagship store. And it is a spectacular, uh, spectacular office and a spectacular uh, flagship uh, store. Very cool. One of the coolest parts about our headquarters in the store are all the repurposed items. The whole headquarters was um, renovated with only um, only using one dumpster. That's kind of like wow. one of the key legends or stories. That, I mean, it's true, but 
they did this massive renovation to make um, an old warehouse into an office space and only used one dumpster. Well, listen, that ties back to Jennifer's comment about a sustain, uh, looking for a sustainable company. Yeah. So that's awesome. Ellen, one of the things I wanted to ask you as the general counsel for uh, Keen, what are some of the most challenging or difficult experiences you have to do in managing uh, you know, a company with this complexity? I think that the biggest thing is just staying on top of of the complexity and and every day is a new adventure, which is great. And you know, as Jen said, we're learning all the time. There's always new things popping up. Um, Keen is extremely entrepreneurial, and as a private um, family owned business, we can be very nimble and move quickly. And so that means that you know. There's there's always something new going on, whether we're working on um, a new manufacturing facility. We own facilities in Portland, in the Dominican Republic, and Thailand. So whether it's opening a new manufacturing facility, um, entering into a new uh, collaboration with either um, an industry leader or a celebrity or a nonprofit organization, like Keen, things are always moving. Yeah, well, I would imagine really at the uh, uh, such a interesting company and really some, you know, uh, of your great designs that you have in your product and just managing all of that uh, together and sort of doing it globally is is a a task, <laughs> a task for you for sure. For sure, but it's fun. It really is. I feel fortunate. Well, listen, I'm glad they have you there, um, and. Uh, Jennifer, may, maybe uh, share with us uh, your thoughts as it relates to, you know, brick and mortar and e-commerce, the growth of e-commerce, where you see the challenges um, in the future, looking into the crystal ball. I wish I had a crystal ball. <laughs> um, I think the the change in the last year and a half or so has been, you know, a giant leap um, from brick and mortar and people being able to have the in-store experience to moving to the e-commerce situation. Um, In terms of my position and brand protection, the e-commerce division is constantly evolving and it's very, very difficult to um, play offense on the bad actors when we don't really know what they're going to be doing. So we're kind of always chasing them. And that is really difficult because we need to constantly educate And we need to constantly inform our employees and our fans in order to make sure that they're aware of the situations that are at hand. So one person once told me it's the ever evolving Nigerian prince scam that we all heard about, you know, 20 years ago where you got this email and they wanted money. It's just that in a completely evolved and more, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? (laughs) Complex. Um, way that we have to fight them. And so working on that and um, managing that is always a constant struggle or a constant challenge, if you will. Um, And so working with a vendor like Redpoints is that we can do that and we can all learn together and we can share knowledge. The other thing that I've been doing is I've been working with other outside brands and understanding what they're doing to combat this problem. Um, And we are all sharing that information together. Yeah, makes sense. And, and I think you're right. It's the speed of which things are changing at today is very, very fast. Yeah. And it's also the the pace of growth. I mean, Keen has, our e-commerce at Keen has grown 
tremendously in the past year. And even, you know, even pre-COVID, we, our e-commerce uh, was growing extremely quickly. And same with our retail partners. The key retailers that we work with, their e-commerce um, divisions are also growing like crazy. And so it's not, it's keeping up with the pace of that growth on top of keeping up with increased complexity and um, the bad actors that Jen was describing. Yeah, it seems like that would be, a, 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 you know, even a, a piece of the function of during the COVID environment where you weren't allowed to do, th- you know, things in a group. And so getting outdoor gear to spend time in the mountains, it probably drove your business or you had a nice, you know, bounce of people who were out there exploring since that was a thing you could do by yourself or do, you know, with your loved one uh, where you couldn't be in group space. So uh, great opportunity. Sometimes good opportunities come from lousy you know, lousy things as well. So one of the next questions I was going to ask you, which is, um, and maybe uh, Jennifer, this could be for you or and or for Ellen, but is there a common, you know, myth that we think about as it relates to brand protection or the legal work that you would want to be a myth buster and help us out with today? Uh, yes, uh, it's a short answer. Um, I think I think really what we all need to understand is the legal field, the brand protection field, all of this is a very wide swath of gray. It is not black and white, and it's not just a line down the middle between yes and no. We're constantly mitigating risk. We're constantly making decisions about, is this good? Is this bad? It's very, very nuanced. Um, And I think the expectation um, should be maybe that it's not black and white, and it is gray, and we do need to have a conversation. So if we think something is one way, we can have a conversation, use that evidence, and make a different decision. Um, it's just not as simple, I think, as people want it to be or as people like expect it to be. Yeah, that's a really good thought. I think thinking about sometimes we like to have things in two buckets, either right or wrong, yes or no. And the fact that you're in the business of gray is, uh, is sort of a good explanation. Ellen, something you'd follow up on that or? Nothing other than I agree with Jen. (laughs) I feel like I'm always saying it depends or let's talk about it. Or, you know, what if we did it this way? How would that shift the situation? I very rarely say yes or no. Right. It's about a discussion probably, right? Yes. And we we did uh, a podcast. We had the opportunity to speak with Stasa Racknick of Entertainment One out of the UK. And she wanted to ask uh, a question to the both of you, which was, what was the last book you read or you are currently reading? So I recently read um, a book called Between Two Kingdoms by Sulika Jawad. And it's a, a it's about a woman's journey through cancer and navigating the illness and then her life afterwards. And it's fascinating and heart-wrenching and a page-turner. Wow, that sounds uh, sounds intense. And Jennifer, how about yourself? Uh, mine was far less intense. It was a humorous book um, by a mom who has decided to just lay it all out there for other moms. So I'm a mom of five-year-old twins. And so I, sometimes I need a moment of levity. And so the last book I read <laughs> is called Ask Me What's for Dinner One More Time by Meredith Masonry. And it's funny and vulgar and 
hilarious from the parent perspective. <laughs> that, that, does sound, that does sound like a good one for sure. Um, Ellen, maybe you could help us with, you know, maybe what, what advice would you give uh, to someone who would like to pursue a career uh, similar to yours? What would you recommend them thinking of or starting at or just good advice uh, managing your career? Uh, one piece of advice that I would give somebody is just always ask more questions, especially for someone that's, um, you know, interested in the legal field, whether they want to be a lawyer or not, or they, they're starting out working in the legal field is just keep asking questions. Sometimes um, it takes a while to get all the information from someone. Sometimes you don't understand, they don't understand um, all the things that you're thinking about as it, you know, people in the legal profession are trained to issue spot. Um, and it's always a thing of like, you know, I tell people on my team, go back and ask some more questions, like get a little bit more information, just learn more, learn more about the situation. And then we can figure out what the real issues are and how to address them. Ellen, that seems like very wise advice. I think sometimes we see a problem, we hear a concern or an issue and our initial feeling is always to respond. And your thought is, well, maybe, maybe ask another question first. Definitely. Very good. That's great advice. And and Jennifer, maybe to you, uh, do you have someone who's inspired you, someone who you look up to, a mentor? Uh, yes, um, but it's more than one person. I have been blessed or, um, I don't know, to have worked for two very wonderful and empowering women um, and I've also been given the gift of working for someone who was not the best manager. So I have both sides of the coin to compare them to. Ellen has been very inspiring to me in my career. I've known her for a really long time. And I feel like I am like the luckiest person to get to work for her. Um, but I also feel like there's a couple other women in my life that I've gotten to work for who have inspired me, told me not to back down always ask questions, don't be afraid, um, have confidence in yourself, and then to always keep learning. And I think for almost everyone, that's just sage advice. Um, for my life at Keen, it's been always looking up to the people that are changing and evolving and learning. And in my previous careers, it's been about being fearless and not being afraid to fail because out of failure, you can really grow a lot. That is really good advice. And some of the things I think you've learned from both of those leaders are really key for all of us and something we should all think about. Uh, Ellen, as we think of wrapping up our questions today, the episode following yours will be with Christopher Horn from Hewlett Packard Enterprise. I don't know if you know him, but whether you do or don't, is there something you'd want to learn from him as a leader in brand protection? Well, I think... It's always interesting to learn about what what advice would you have given yourself at age 20? Someone, I was in another group where someone asked me that recently. And, it, you know, like, we're all thinking about so many different things when we're 18 or 20. And, and what what would you have told yourself at that time? That is a good question. What 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 did you what did you tell yourself? I told myself, well, when asked this question at my current age, <laughs> I told myself, I would have told myself to relax. Like things will, things will work out. Don't worry. You'll figure it out. But I think at age 20, I was, um, I wanted to do it all and not, not step back and take any breaks and, and relax. Wonderful. 
Well, thank you all for being with us today. It was fascinating to learn about you and about your company. And uh, it was great to you guys be our first duo podcast. You were wonderful. And thank you for joining us. Go team. It was very interesting to learn about both of your journeys, your insights and tips regarding the brand protection space. I have a few key takeaways that really resonated with me, and I want to share them with you. Number one, while we all know listening is very important, Ellen encourages everyone starting in their career should always ask more questions to better understand the current situation. Great advice. And number two, Jennifer and Ellen made the point that the brand protection field is not black and white, but rather gray. It's not as simple as people want it to be or as people expect it to be. It isn't always a yes or a no. It can simply be, well, it depends. Let's talk about it. Great advice from these two great leaders in brand protection. Well, that's it for us today. If you like what you heard, check out our next inspiring story from another hero of brand protection. You can follow us on all of our platforms, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, as well as Twitter and LinkedIn. Make it a good day.